Hey, Echo Online fam. Welcome to Echo Sunday Service at Echo. It is our heart that you find your place, your people, and your purpose. Now, the place looks a little different right now for many of you, but we are so grateful to be present in your homes to hopefully help you experience rescue, experience restoration, and live in freedom. If you are new to Echo's online service, you can expect today to last around 45 minutes. We start with our Echo Band. We're gonna hear from a few different people, including Pastor Andy, Pastor Christy, and a successful entrepreneur. We'll wrap up with a time of response. We have one Sunday left before Build a Bag. We are hoping to gather as a church on December 13th to build bags for the Landing and Riverside Engage Elementary. Each bag will be filled to the brim with necessities to assist families during this time. Online fam, there are two different ways that you can be involved. Email in to receive a list of items that you can shop for and drop off at Echo, or simply give online with an additional donation under the generous line item. There is nothing Echo loves more than meeting the needs of our community. We can't do it without you though. As this year wraps up, will you join us in prayer and asking God how he wants you to participate in a year-end donation? Partner with us and make a difference right here in Rochester. Ask what can we bring beyond Build-A-Bag to this community? You can do this in three different ways. You can head to our website, you can use the Church Center app, or text any amount to 84321. Thanks for joining us online. Be sure to throw a comment up, like this video, and share with someone that maybe needs a little hope today. Enjoy Echo Sunday service. Sparrow's not worried about tomorrow or the troubles to come. Lily's not thinking about the season, the drought or the flood. The tree that's planted by the water isn't faced by
thank you for your goodness in this place this morning. God, we thank you that you care for us, God, and that your Holy Spirit draws near to our hearts. God, we just receive from you in this moment.
invite your presence. God, we just say that we need you in this moment, God, no matter where we are standing in our life at this time. God, whether we're in the midst of a valley or on top of the mountain, God, we need you. God, we surrender to you. God, and we invite you into our utmost being, our souls, our hearts, our minds. And we surrender to you in this place. And everyone said amen. change or be changed that is the question what the hey what's up echo online community uh, i just want to say this we miss you uh, the second thing i just want to tell you is this is if there's something we can pray for would you just go on the chat line right now and just type in how we can do that if it's personal you can email us at hey at we are the echo church and honestly we will We'll keep that um, private. And then the third thing is this, is if you need something, honestly need something, and Echo can help meet that need, uh, please don't be afraid to ask. Uh, for some of you that diligently watch at the Echo Online service or Sunday service, um, you've seen some changes and primarily in the message. Uh, some of you grew accustomed to watching me online uh, and maybe on a stage. And I just want to let you know that what I'm doing today is extremely intentional. I, I actually want to kind of sit in the living room just like you're sitting in your living room. I kind of want to be in the car, you know, from time to time uh, and driving along with you one-on-one -on -one, uh, or sitting at the table and having a conversation. And I want you to know this is that you're not an afterthought. You're a first thought. In fact, I've grown, I have grown accustomed to really enjoy this moment sounds odd, but I've really enjoyed this moment of just staring in the camera and knowing who's watching on the other side. And so please, again, let us know you're watching. Press like, share, email us uh, maybe an encouragement or a prayer request. And man, we would just love to walk along the road until you begin to regather with us at some point. Now we're in 15 days of change and it's been an awesome series. And I just want to celebrate with those that actually made 15 days of change happen. That you actually got to the end of the 15th day and you were like, I nailed it. And way to go. You are an inspiration. I've been watching you online and watching some of the things you've posted for some of you. And man, you guys uh, and ladies, you are just nailing it and you're inspiring. But for the rest of us, I want to take a moment of conviction, not conviction, but uh, of confession. I really honestly don't want to convict you, although it might convict you because it convicted me. Um, some of you, you've grown accustomed to listen, but you haven't really gotten to that place of living it yet. <laughs> and, uh, and honestly, I'm just going to, um, I'll just tell you how, how, what happened. Uh, so about um, the seventh day, I realized that I still hadn't cho chose something to change in my own life. And some of you are like, oh, I knew it. 
I hate pastors, man. All they do is preach and they don't purposely live out their own message. And you know what? I'm guilty as charged on this one. And uh, I'm not trying to give you permission to, to follow my, my lead on this one. But I, I want to tell you this one thing. The power of 15 days of change isn't the 15th day. It's the first day. And the first day can happen today. And although I hadn't started, I took the last week to really prayerfully consider, Lord, what do you want me to do next? What do you want me to apply in my life when it comes to change? And honestly, today I'm starting it. And so today I want to welcome you to, the, to your first day of the rest of your life. That many of you, you didn't do 15 days of change, but today is your day. And you're going to join your pastor to actually live it out. You're not only going to listen, you're going to live it out. Come on, everybody, let me hear you. You're going to listen and you're going to live it out. Honestly, this can be easier said than done, but man, I'm totally down to go down that road with you. Now, with that in mind, uh, let me just go ahead and give you a summary of what we've talked about. And again, I'm going to add a little bit to it. So don't just check out here. Step number one, if you're going to be successful in the change that you're going to make today, you need to create a system for change. You need to create a system for change. And so what I had suggested, and I'm going to remind you today, make a everyday essential checklist. And, and I didn't really define what should be on there, but today I want to define it. I'm adding to my message, okay? So if, honestly, if you did 15 days of change, you got ripped off. This is the what you should have on your everyday essential list moving forward. Number one, address your physical need. Scripturally, we see Jesus tell us this, that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And when it comes to our physical body, God actually wants us to take care of it. And honestly, when we take care of our physical, I believe the spiritual follows. So way to go for those that actually made those changes. The second thing is this financial. I mean, honestly, financial is a huge part of our stress in our life. And honestly, um, it, it really just represents where our heart is and where we want to move forward. And Scott, you did such a phenomenal job reminding us of this one idea that God gives us everything. And all he asks us in return is 10%. And then he looks back and he could have taken it all, but instead he gives us back 90%. And he doesn't give it to us as owners, but really as stewards. And he says this, manage what I've given you. And I just from experience and honestly being um, taught to give at a very young age, to become generous at a young age, man, I've grown accustomed to find the joy and giving and being obedient to what God's word says financially. So if there's a change that needs to happen on a daily basis, we should consider number one, our physical, number two, our financial, and then number three, our spiritual. Uh, how many are thankful, man? It's the inside out that God is working something new from the inside out. Because, man, honestly, sometimes the way I act, this, this, sometimes the way I talk, man, sometimes it doesn't seem like God's actually doing something new. But if we're going to do something and we're going to make a change that's going to be lasting beyond the 15 days, then I believe that everyday essential needs to have the spiritual disciplines involved. And then lastly, it's the mental. 
God is in the business of renewing our mind. Romans 12, 2. Go ahead and look it up and read it. And that's what God wants to do in every day uh, element of your life. So put those four check marks underneath the everyday essential, the physical, the financial, the spiritual, and the mental. And now the second thing is, and I think Scott did a really good job of this, uh, is, is the second step is this, is you can't do this alone. You're not meant to do this alone. You're not supposed to walk through change alone. So honestly, you should subscribe to Echo. You should, you should subscribe to its community. You should really buy into the life-giving nature of being in community in a, in, in a God-fearing church and a group of people that are all heading in the same direction. That's step number two. And then step number three is really what I want to talk to you today about. And let me tell you what it is. It's rising above the operational norms. And we find that in Matthew 7, verse 12. Now, for those that have been following, we started from 7, verse 1, and now we're to 12. So go, go back and read what leads up to this. But in verse 12, he says this. So if you... Well, at verse 11, this is what Scott said. So if you, even though you are bad, know how to give good gifts that are good, how much more will the Father in heaven keep giving good things to those who keep asking him? And God intends to rise above the operational norm, okay? That's, that's, you can see that that was free. But verse 12 says this, always treat others as you would like them to treat you. For that sums up the teaching of the Torah, the law, and the prophets. <laughs> it's a golden rule. You were taught this when you were a young child. Do unto others as you would like them to do unto you. And, and honestly, I think a lot of us, we pat ourselves on the back and we're like, I do that. I do that. I treat people the way I want to be treated. Woohoo! I want to present this case that you actually aren't doing it. That you'd like to think you're treating people the way you want to be treated, but actually you're treating them a little bit differently. And you're patting yourself on the back for something completely, I think, what I call an operational norm. And I have to, this is how I have to tell you. There's this uh, traveling sage in Jesus's day. I, actually, he was a, a thought leader, a profound thought leader. His name is Hillel. In fact, a lot of people believe that Hillel had a lot of influence on, on Paul or Saul that you know in Scripture that wrote most the New Testament. And he's quoted in saying uh, this to a Gentile who had, uh, and I'm going to tell you that in a moment, uh, this Gentile who came up to him and said, hey, I will convert to Judaism if as I'm standing on one foot, you can sum up the law and prophets. And Hillel's like, yeah, I can do that. And he said this, don't do unto others, and I'm paraphrasing, don't do unto others as you don't want them to do unto you. Now, some of you are like, whoa, what's going on? That sounds almost exactly like Jesus. Well, it's just different. Jesus turns it into the positive. But I'll tell you what, we live within the negative, and we pat ourselves on the back because we're like, I didn't murder today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the operational norm. We're patting ourselves on the back because we didn't kill our kids today. <laughs> Honestly, we pat ourselves. We pat ourselves on the back because we didn't run uh, a car off the street because, man, they, you know, they cut us off. 
<laughs> and some of you are like, oh man, this is hitting home. How about this one? Some of you are like, man, uh, man, I didn't steal for some, I don't steal from someone because I don't want to treat them like that because I don't want to be treated. I don't want to be stolen from. That's an operational norm. I mean, that's kind of the normal within society. How about this one? Uh, we're living in, a, in a, a time of discouragement, right? And some of you are like, man, I didn't shame anybody today. <laughs> some of you are like, I nailed it. And, and honestly, I, I think if we're actually leaning into and, and listening and we're living out what Jesus says here, man, there's a lot more to do beyond the operational norm of do not murder, do not steal, do not shame. In fact, I believe Jesus comes in and says, hey, guess what? I've got a better way to live. Let me just say it like this. Instead of murdering, what if we would actually apply being people that would deliver life? Like life-giving, life-giving, uh, just a simple life-giving presence within your home instead of giving leftovers? How about this instead of stealing? What if we would become that people that would be generous? I mean, I'm super excited about next week, build a bag. And honestly, I'm calling it Big Give Sunday. I believe this is a Sunday where we, if you're online or if you're in person, that God is calling us to honestly like give more than we've ever given back to him because we've been so blessed. And we want to invest into Echo, yes, and into this community. And we want to ensure that we can be here to stay beyond just this moment. That we want to invest into an eternal purpose. And how about, how about this when it comes to the shame component of it? I think living in the society and, and, and streaming online and looking at our feeds, uh, it's pretty evident that we're a shame-based culture at this point. And um, I don't think it's good enough to not shame someone. Actually, what the Lord has been confirming in my heart and the change that I need to make within this discouraging moment is that I need to become a person of encouragement. And so 15 days of change, man, I honestly botched the first 15. But my first day starts today. And honestly, I, I, I want to step it up and I want to step into the purpose that God has for me. And I, I just sense that some of you are watching online and you were like, what purpose, what, what kind of purpose could I have? What could I actually do? And I just want to let you know that it's not a mistake that you're watching today. In fact, you are loved and you're cared for and you're not a mistake and that God wants to unlid your potential and he wants to reveal your purpose and he wants to breathe life into wherever you're at and he wants to help you dig streams within the wasteland. We've looked and walked through 2020 and we feel like it's a wasted year and I just want to say, no, it's not. Man, we can redeem it in 15 days of change could start today and we could step into the purpose that God has for us. Come on. Can I hear an amen? Even though it's awkward saying it at home, sitting on your couch. Honestly, God wants to reveal your purpose. Now, one of my favorite things, honestly, about scripture is how science comes alongside it and confirms it. And um, there's this psychologist, psychologist who, um, and again, it's, it's under his own study 
um, but he, call, he, he created this hierarchy of needs that every human needs, and it's this pyramid, and it's called Maslow's Hierarchy Needs, and I tell you to Google it and look at the image. It's a pyramid, and on that base level, um, at everyday essential level, is food, water, and shelter. The second layer of that pyramid is security and safety. I already talked about that on the checklist. It's the financial component. And in, in, in our first world country that we live in, security and safety has a lot to do with our finances. And, and honestly, as we're moving up that pyramid, belonging and friendship is that very next one. And I'm telling you, man, you can't make lasting change without other people. And honestly, I think Echo is the perfect place where you can find your people and that helps us take that next step to actually understand and, and actually um, experience accomplishment. And, and honestly, Echo, individually and collectively, honestly, the, the, the fourth tier of Maslow, Maslow's hierarchy of needs is this, esteem needs. I think God calls us to be people in a community of, of people and a church that encourages others to arise above the cultural norm. And honestly, on the top of that, that hierarchy of needs is Maslow calls it the achieving potential. And here at Echo, we call it your purpose, your God-ordained purpose. And God wants to do that in your life today. Before we end our message, I asked Christy to have a conversation with a friend of ours that was a very successful entrepreneur and, and did some awesome stuff with a startup. And if you've ever been a part of a startup, it really starts with one day making one change and honestly, a lot of grind. And as Scott said it, there are very few people that are just made overnight. And Wade is very, very successful. And he just, honestly, in this conversation, I think he confirms uh, that it takes a lot more uh, than just one day. It takes a sequence of days to make lasting change and honestly to step into your purpose. So lean into here with Pastor Christie and what Wade has to say today. I believe it's going to be a life-giving conversation to you. So we are here with Wade Beavers today and we are doing a couple things. He is making me some coffee. He is interviewing to be a barista here at Echo. <laughs> so when I asked Wade if he could make, get me a coffee, this was his solution. Why go to a drive-thru when you can bring this little rig to bring Echo? It it's good. But we thought it would be fun to not only drink some coffee, but to have a conversation about 15 days of change. And I do know art. I'm, I'm abstract art. I'm straight up abstract art. I'm gonna do yours now here. That is an emotion con right there. Two eyes and a smiley face. Okay, you gotta try it now. Tell me if you like it. It might not be good. Good. I like it. So with us being in the sermon series that we're in right now with 15 Days of Change, this past week Scott Scholl spoke on more of the financial aspect of really, you know, taking on the next 15 days to make those changes with our finances, asking hard questions, applying things to our life. What have you learned in your life just with your career, being an owner of a business, now being an advisor to other people? Yeah. Are there things that you've learned that when people are sitting here going, 
make, maybe making internal changes or personal changes or wanting to chase something that they're afraid to chase. Do you have anything that you'd want to say to them? Yeah, and I think the, the reality is it's been a good sermon because it's really talked about the physical change, which we've yeah. talked about for exercise, and you see your weight loss. It's, it's tangible. Mm-hmm. Uh, financially, you see the change in your, in your checkbook and maybe the less stress as a family. Um, but, you know, the biggest piece I see is then we start talking about, like, what can we do that's another change? And I think, like, the spiritual change. And I think in any business, you have to make those changes too. And those changes can be dramatic. Yeah. You know, for me personally, uh, type A, control freak. So when you start a startup, you're trying to do everything, mm-hmm. right? You're trying to control every aspect. Um, it's the worst helicopter parent you can be. And the reality is when you have people around you and they're, they're quality people, you have to let them flourish. Mm-hmm. And really for me, the biggest change I saw when we were struggling to when we were succeeded was really the biggest thing was I let go and I flipped it and I realized these are really smart people and I need to encourage them to take risks because right now they're not taking risks because they fear that I'm going to be upset. Mm-hmm. So when I flipped it on its head, it was, it was amazing to me because suddenly now I had less stress, right? My mindset was we were all in it together. It wasn't the burden on me. And more importantly, they did it better than I would have ever done it. And I think that's really what's amazing when you start to encourage others, as a good coach would do, even as a parent. You know, we have to let people skin their knee. We have to let them make mistakes. But more importantly, we have to encourage them to take those risks. I see a lot of parallels with your story with Andy and I, and just that both of us, our households have done a startup. I think of you starting up Duap in your business and us starting Echo, same timeline, mm-hmm. you know, being in, being in, adult like adult life working the grind for 20 years and then letting it all go and starting as people listen to this and are in the midst of 15 days of change is there a takeaway or something that you learned along the way when people are stepping out and they are giving it their all to something brand new every single day i think there's two really good lessons to learn and one is encouragement of others and you know, I think we have such a tendency to not encourage. Mm-hmm. And if you don't encourage, you won't see great things happen. Mm-hmm. You just won't. I mean, if we protect that, and I, I see that as really an important aspect of us and our body as, as, as church, mm-hmm. we should do encouragements because it's, it's easy. It's very Minnesota nice to just not say anything, right? A good intentions, but I think you need to encourage. And that can be life changing. Mm -hmm. That can be generational. I mean, you know, I always joke, one thing I do is when I go through a checkout line and if I can see their name tag, I'll say, hey, I really appreciate it, Joe or, you know, Alex, whatever, whoever it is. And you know, it's funny how you realize how quickly then they're happier and they run through. So I've, I've really realized as somebody who's been in a leadership position, how to encourage and facilitate that and be happy for others when they have successes, mm-hmm. which is sometimes not natural for us, right? Because we, we want to have successes too. I think that's a really, really important one. And then, and then more importantly, not fearing and you know, being able to step out. I think we have a limitation to not want to do that. You know, I'm not telling everybody to go start a business, but you know, if you've got dreams or aspirations or some of those things, it is, it is worth investigating. And again, there's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. There really isn't. 
I mean, WD-40 was, I think it stands for Water Disbursement 40, which was 40 times it was tried. So it was a failure 39 other times. Mm -hmm. um, so I think there's just some great blessings that come out of that. I mean, I've seen that personally, even not only the financial success, but when, when we were at DUEP, we had a longtime employee there that his wife was young, 31 years old, passed away of cancer. And that was pretty life-changing. I remember him coming to me, and we're not a normal company at that point. So he's coming saying, hey, what do I do? i got to take care of my wife. Mm -hmm. I have to take care of my kids. And uh, I remember rallying around the people or my employees and said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to pay him full-time, salaried, doesn't matter. He comes back when he wants to come back. We're not doing the HR route. We're just going. And everybody's like, yeah, we're going to do it. What really came out of that, what was great, is through that process of hurt and pain, we got the most loyal group of people that were all in it for the cause. And I really believe that was the key to success and what we had. Mm -hmm. And that's hard to replicate with, with everyone, but I think it was immense. And he came back and I remember saying he was so grateful, right, forever, because here he is, 31 years old, father of two, spouse, you know, passes away, you know, and the fact that we just said, come back when you need to come back. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, by the grace of God, you know, things went through and he, he was a great employee and, and it worked out. Yeah, that's great. And I think that is, I think when people feel that they are in a safe place and that they, I, to eliminate that pressure of what you could do as an employer and saying, we're going to eliminate this pressure and let you focus on what really matters. Yeah. And to not rush it, that's, that's huge. And you don't get that luxury in all companies, but in life, we get a lot of those opportunities where we mm -hmm. can be encouraging or support. And, um, you know, I just say take advantage of that because it can be it can be miraculous. Mm -hmm. When you did that for your employee, I think what stands out to me immediately is how you rose above in regards to you didn't just do bare minimum. And I think as Christ followers, I see it all the time is it's asking God, OK, when when chaos is happening, when turmoil is happening, when you see an employee going through crisis. It's going, okay, what can we do that's above and beyond and how can we come together? You know, it's way more than the nine to five, you're my employee, you're getting your work done, but that family aspect mm -hmm. and us seeing people and fighting for them and not quitting and not giving up and going above and beyond consistently. That's inspiring. Yeah. But Wade, we'd love it if you would be open to praying for Echo Church just as we wrap up this series. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Okay, be awesome. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for all the blessings you give us and many times we don't see those. Or we walk by opportunities and uh, we don't act upon those. And the prayer I have is that all of us as a church go out and seize those opportunities and look for those opportunities mm -hmm. and, and encourage. And the encouragement is letting people you know, really be true to themselves, expose themselves, and we are able to honor that and we are able to promote that. We are able to just to let them know that you love us unconditionally mm -hmm. and that you want us and you want us to glorify you. And we thank you so much in your name, Jesus. Amen. Christy and Wade, thank you so much for having that conversation. Really, uh, I sense that God is is, is going to use that to impact someone today. In fact, I believe someone is at home today and you need to hear this, is that you are loved and that you are noticed, that, that honestly, uh, that you are a first thought and you're not a second thought. 
And I want to let you know this, when we talk about 15 days of change, you can begin to hear like, oh man, I got to change. And if I don't change, then I'm not going to be loved. And I just, I want to tell you about a God that doesn't work like that. He, he desires change in your life, but God made the first move. How did he do that? He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to come onto this earth to feel what we feel, to live out what we've lived out, to be discouraged at moments, but yet rise above a cultural norm. And what did Jesus do? He put himself on a cross, all for you. In fact, if you were the only person in the world that he needed to do that for, he would have done it for you. And here at Echo, we want to invite you into a relationship with Jesus. He didn't die in vain. He died to make a way for us, honestly, to have a better perspective of what life could be, but also to have a relationship with a life-giving God that wants to provide hope and peace and security and some of those things that we mentioned earlier in the message. And today I want to invite you to pray this prayer as the beginning of a life of surrender when it comes to following God. Uh, will you pray along with me? Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me. In Jesus' name, his authority. Amen. And before you move on in your day, I, I want to encourage you to pause. And as the worship, begin, uh, worship band begins to play, would you just lean in and allow God to reveal to you that 15 days of change element that you need to add to your life? And if you can't figure out anything, would you for the next 15 days become an encourager? Because I think the world needs it. And I think the world needs you. Desperate for you, 
15 Days of Change has been such an important and timely message for us to look within and change in ways that make a lasting impact in the long game. We want to remind you that it is not too late to start a new habit or a routine or maybe quit that one thing that you've been struggling with. What if each one of us made a change for the better as we wrap up our last month of 2020? Just one change, one step at a time. As we enter into this Christmas season, we are so excited to share what God is calling us to do as a community. We will be hosting our second annual Build a Bag next Sunday, December 13th. We will be packing bags of food to send home to families for the holiday season. These bags will be going to the homeless population in the community, Damascus Way, and families of Gage and Riverside Elementary Schools. What if all of us made a conscious decision to make that impact by being more generous? This is where we need you. We'll be filling over 260 bags with over $50 of items in every single bag, costing us over $16,000. Whether you want to donate money to fill one bag or partner with us to literally bring joy to the world during a season where we all need it, why don't you grab your phone or your computer right now to donate? Next, ask God, what amount are you calling me to give towards Build a Bag or what is he asking you to give towards your year-end giving? If I have learned anything this year, it is that we need to be hope to people in this community. It is our passion as an Echo Church community to show up for people and to see them. Let's be a church who puts others' needs first. We wish you the best week, and we look forward to seeing you next week.